going live early hello everyone it's your girl mayday mayhem and we have with us this is just bob bowman coming at you with another live video live stream yes we are streaming live again we were supposed to go on at about um 6 50 but we we're coming on a little early because we want to touch on a few things you know what i'm saying we got to touch on some stuff going on so first of all how have you been this week been a oh good week? lord um you know last week we were supposed to do this but mm -hmm. unfortunately i was doing some house projects and it ended up uh running a lot longer than what i thought so i didn't have the time to do it then, life happens yeah and then monday uh, I went to the doctors, had a full physical. I'm healthy, thank mm -hmm. God. Uh, mm -hmm. But they gave me a, a pneumonia vaccine and it had me super sick. Like I was very sick for like a few days and I'm still in recovery. Like I'm not 100% just yet, but I'm close to it. You'll, you'll get there. And Again, see, I'm not against vaccines. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. But nowadays with the vaccines that they're giving us, we really don't know what's in them. Just like the medication that they're giving us, you know, it onsets other things. Hello? Where'd you go? I, I guess it happens again. It just kicked oh, me wow. out, but hi. Well, we can, still talk. we can still talk. I'm here. If you want to go on screen like this, you can, if you want to feel more comfortable, but it just kicked me out again. Every time we go live, it kicks me out and see, this is why I have my backup computer on. This is exactly why it kicks me out. Yeah. But what are you saying about the vaccines? Uh, the vaccines, you know, we're not sure the, what they're doing with the vaccines anymore, you know? It was more control, so to say. But then again, that wasn't even control. Right. So again, you have so many unnecessary outcomes that happen with these vaccines, like just like medication. If you're a diabetic, they might give you medicine that will, you know, give someone onsets of something else. You know, it might be for diabetes, but this diabetic medication might make you have high blood pressure. And that right. that high blood pressure medication may onset hypertension, you know, and now you have to take all these different drugs when the main problem was diabetes, which is eating the right type of foods, making sure you staying away from certain things and exercising and trying to eat healthy. But again, the pharmaceutical company is not going to let us know that because every person that's cured that's a dollar out of their pocket right and so. i know that uh the side effects that i went through it was it was uh crazy you know mm -hmm. like i kind of expected you know to have a little bit of a side effect but i didn't know how severe it was going to be like i had an extreme headache mm. and and it was like it felt like my like the pressure in my head made my head feel like it was this big you know Ooh. on my head and you know a fever night sweats mm -hmm. um it, it triggered it triggered um my my uh my anxiety a little I, bit i could and, i could imagine yeah and um like i had like an uncontrollable cough and i had and and i'm a, i'm a little bit embarrassed about this but i'm just gonna share this like i had like extreme gas for some reason. Like I couldn't stop breaking wind for the, like the first few days. But I'm doing better now. Like I have a, I still have a slight cough, but you know, I'm just glad that I'm not as as bad as I was. Like I had to tell the doctor, you know, and they were like, "Oh, you know, we don't know why you uh, had these side effects because it doesn't have any pneumonia in it. It's just." you know it's just supposed to prevent it you know but i was just like no nah, it was something in there and i had a real bad reaction to it they have to give you some type of inactive form of the disease in order for your body to actually 
know what it is and be able to fight it. So it, it has to be some type of active disease in there, whether it's pneumonia or like the flu shot. I cannot take the flu shot. Right. I, I have taking adverse side shots. effects to flu shot. Yeah, I stopped taking the flu shots years ago. The only reason why I took the um, the pneumonia vaccine is because I've had pneumonia before when I was in boot camp back in yeah. 2000. And so I've kept up with that one. But now after having that uh, side effect happen to me, I'm probably never going to take any of these vaccines again unless I have to, like, to TDAP. Yeah. Yeah, you, of course. You know, I'll take the TDAP. I'll do that. But these other vaccines, no, I'm not comfortable with them. I'm, I'm just not because, again, everything has changed. And even if you look at our children, but you not, you don't have children, but I'm sure you see your nieces, your nephews, your cousins. And, you yeah. know, they talk about their friends and things like that. You have so many children that are born with autism and so many birth defects. And they are literally saying that these shots are the reason behind this. You know, some of the vaccines that are given to children, it has so much mercury in it. It's like, whoa. And you want to give this to a, a, a one-day-old baby? A lot of it's too much for them. It's too much for their tiny little bodies. And that's why they go into fevers. You know, when you come home with a baby and a baby has shots, especially after, you know, like they three months and six months, because they have to have shots at like, um, what a... When they first born, three months, six months, it's been a while since I had a little baby. But yeah. you have these shots they have to get, and they tell you, oh, they may have a fever. Oh, they may have this. So you might want to make sure you have Tylenol for that. If this is supposed to help the baby, why is it making the baby sick? And it was even a study done in Canada where they were saying a lot of the – um vaccines that were given to children were linked to certain forms of autism yeah and i and i have noticed a, an uptick in autism in in society you know like yes. when i was growing up i never even heard of autism no but it was like like around about i would say about 10 15 years ago that's when autism just started like being on the rise and i hear about it a lot, even in my job, which I'm not going to describe, but I absolutely hear about the descriptions of children having autism. They've been diagnosed with it. Like I hear it a and lot. It, and it's even adult autism. Yeah. It's adult autism too, where people are finding out as an adult that they are on the spectrum. So again, you have to also see what's in our environment. What has changed in our environment? What is different in our environment that now our children are growing up different? You know, right. they're having malformities. You know, some people say, oh, it's a it's a gene. No, because you have several families of several people that have children that have autism and they have no autism in their family. Well, yeah. I was wondering, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but no, I was no, wondering, no. like, um, how do you know if you're in a, like, what are the, uh, the, the symptoms for adult autism, autism? Cause I never really looked into it, uh, in depth and, mm -hmm. you know, just to, for, if, if somebody wanted to know if they possibly were on the spectrum. The first thing they need to do is go get tested and evaluated by a professional that can really evaluate them. Like you have adults that have ADHD, you know, they can't sit down, they're compulsive, they move around, they're erratic, you know, just like you have forms of bipolarism where right. you have the manic state and you have the depressed state. At the manic state, they doing all types of out of this world type crazy stuff. But then when they're on that depressed stage, that's when they don't move, they eat, they sleep. They don't clean. They just lay. And, and it's certain spectrums that you diagnose people on. It would be a trained professional that would have to do that. But again, they are diagnosing people with adult autism that were not diagnosed as children. Because again, think about it. When we were growing up, there wasn't a thing as autism. There wasn't really a thing of, 
you know, even IEP classes. We didn't have that growing up. Right. You know, we didn't have that. It was either you got it or you didn't. It was one of those two. Or special ed, you know. Right. It was special ed. So, again, you know, it, it was a lot of things that then we had and that we don't have now and things that we have now that we didn't have then. You see what I'm saying? So, Correct. again, society is changing. Our diets have changed. They have literally okayed us to have a home of what farm grown chicken, like chicken that's grown in a lab, laboratory grown chicken. And they have started selling it in um, in restaurants in Seattle. They have already started. I'm just because I'm concerned about that a little bit because it's like. Uh, eventually they, they're going to want to mass produce that. And then if people are objective of it, they know that they can't tell everybody what they're eating. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and that's why it was started at a restaurant because think about it. We go into a restaurant, you go into Ronnie's steakhouse or you go into Ali's bar and grill, or you go into somewhere, um, a red lobster or somewhere where you think that, you know, this is a proper establishment where they're going to have, fresh shrimp fresh chicken fresh beef where they're actually producing this chicken in a lab right. lab it costs more to produce chicken in the lab than to actually have them out there clucking giving them little some little grass and stuff and letting them eat that it actually costs more but they said that, well this is going to help feed more people but it's fake meat it's not real it's not right. grown the right way. And we don't know what additives they put in that, what other, um, we, we, don't, we just don't know what's in it. You know, some people argue with you and be like, well, it's not really fake meat. It's predetermined meat. <laughs> no, I want my meat to come out with chuck, <laughs> with fuckers, feathers. It better move. It better do all that. I want to see it all. But you know that that certain um, companies, they use a lot of these chickens that's grown in these factories without beaks and, and uh, feathers and things of that nature, yeah. which is bad, which is terrible as well. Absolutely. So like some people be like, I'd rather eat lab grown chicken uh, than eat chicken that's treated like that with no beaks and, and no feathers and deformed. It, and I, I yeah. would rather have that little deformed chicken because I know he got bones and everything else than to have this lab grown chicken that I don't know what y'all then pumped into it. We again, we don't even know what's in those chickens. We don't in society in America, we don't know what we're eating. That's right. why we have the highest form of obesity. We have the highest form of um needed medication. We have the highest form of needing a lot of resources because, for one, we don't eat healthy. We don't eat the right things. We're not giving the education from a young star to eat the right things. They just not starting really to push women to breastfeed. Yeah. They're really just now starting to push women to breastfeed because I can tell you some 23 years ago when I had a child some 22 years ago, they would give you a pill to automatically dry up your milk. It was a pill. I had my baby. They gave me that pill that would dry up the tear ducts, dry up the milk, and they would put our children on Similac, Infamil, Isomil. And what was that doing? Messing up our baby's indigestion tract, messing up our baby's digestive system, messing it up to where our babies were having diarrhea, messing it up to where our babies were not able to digest food properly they weren't able to digest so again we are supposed to be breastfeeding our babies because this is nutrition from the mom's body that the baby been getting this nutrition the whole time since it's been in the mama's stomach they need this milk yeah there's it's definitely an issue with uh the food that's here in america in general and the way that we are trying to uh, sidestep nature into creating a different alternative than what nature has provided for us in order to make things more so-called convenient, where that conveniency is 
actually a hindrance to us down the line because we become more sick. We become more injury prone. We become more mentally deficient. We become uh, less able to communicate the way that we need to uh, communicate or work the way that we need to work. And so this is we we're actually seeing the side effects of a lot of these decisions that the big wigs on top have made. Absolutely. And not only that, we see the celebrities telling us, oh, don't do this. Eat vegan. Eat this. Eat that. And again, you need I'm sorry if you eat vegan, that's fine. But we need meat in our diet. We need protein in our diet. And there's certain meats and proteins that we can only get from meat. Uh, I'm sorry, this tree bark ain't going to give it all to me. I'm going to need something else like a uh, uh, hay to each his own. But again, we, we don't eat right. We don't eat right. We don't drink right. Our society in America is built on artificial. How much food do we have in America that should be banned? It's banned in other countries, but it's okay for us to eat it here. Right. Like red dye number five. That is in a lot of our foods here in America, which is banned around the world. But the FDA says it's okay for Americans to eat it. But it's banned around the world. There are certain spices and herbs that we are supposed to take that will help cleanse our body, cleanse our blood, cleanse us of any parasites or anything that's in our body. But again, we're not given that opportunity because, for one, it's expensive to buy those herbs. It's expensive to get those herbs because a lot of that stuff has to be exported from another country. Correct. We're not able to get that unless you have a garden or a, a farm where you can grow it. I applaud you because that's the only way that you know what you're getting out the ground. And even with that, when the um farmer the soil, yeah. If you the soil they stopped the farmers from farming about what 20 30 years ago and they actually allegedly put something in the soil to stop the soil from growing fruit grain and wheat so that means we had to export it from overseas or export it from somewhere else and my santos uh hmm. they have that genetically modified seeds that they use for gmo you know, yeah the gmo that mass produced the food that we eat absolutely so it's like, even if we're eating healthy or eating as healthy as we want or can, it's, it's still a possibility that we still might not be getting the nutritions that we actually need in our bodies. The Think only, about it. Go, yeah, go ahead. Even, even if, you know, like you have people that would be like, well, you just need to shop at Whole Foods for everything that you get no. and, and, pray, uh, and pay these obscene prices. Uh, to be able to to know that you're eating, you know, healthy. And it's like you could even be doing that. But even GMO products have been found in Whole Foods when they at first they were claiming that they were GMO free, you know. So what what does the word genetically modified means? That means you are taking something, manipulating it genetically to suit your own purpose. Even the bananas we eat are genetically modified bananas. The bananas we buy in the store are not real bananas. Those are genetically modified bananas because real bananas that you find have seeds in it. They have big seeds in them. Not these little bitty little tiny little seeds. That no, they have big dumb seeds in them where you can actually take them seeds and grow more plants. We, we've already been eating GMO foods pretty much all of our lives. Right. I didn't even know bananas had seeds in them until maybe about 10 years ago. Right. I didn't know that. I'm like, what you mean? When I said, but these is, they said, no, this is a real banana. And here's the real seeds. And I looked and I, that's a real banana seed. Yeah. You can plant this and plant real bananas and the seeds will grow like this. See, and I didn't know about the real bananas until about two years ago. Yeah, I found out about 10 years ago that there was real big seeds. And the so all the food that we've been eating is genetically modified. It all is. Now they just not starting to tell us, oh, it's GMOs. It's genetically yes, it's, modified or it, organic. It's organic foods. 
Yes, it's similar to like, you know, I remember when KFC used to be called Kentucky Fried Chicken, Chicken. right? Yep. And they changed the name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC. And people were like making all these speculations of why they changed the name. And they were like, oh, they can't use the uh, the word chicken or, uh, you know. Kentucky Fried or something. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the chicken is is clone meat or something like that. Like, <laughs> Look, I, ain't gonna lie, them, that. <laughs> man, I ain't gonna lie, them wings on them them birds used to be kind of big. I used to be looking like, what is this? Like, is this a real chicken? I don't know. I see a bone. I'm gonna eat this big. <laughs> and I'm saying, I don't care. I don't care. I don't even care. Shoot. It's deliciousness. Shoot, I love KFC. By the way, <laughs> but, but, but but it's like now we know that these restaurants they they serve us genetically modified oh, food. Yeah. They've been doing it now. They let yeah. it be known to the people, and just think about how many people are going to flock to buy fifteen twenty dollar <laughs> dishes of genetically modified chicken. Right. How many people look at look at our court? I ain't going allegedly, allegedly. I ain't saying it, y'all. Allegedly, Taco Bell, look at they meat. You can tell that that's processed meat, especially that beef and chicken. I have never seen beef and chicken like that. I don't even like they talk. I don't even like Taco Bell. I don't eat the food because, again, it, it looks like processed meat. It don't look like the Taco Bell that I grew up with. You know, it, it even the food that we ate younger it's not the same. The food is not the same. The candy is not the same. The textures is not the same. It just tastes different. And you can tell that it's artificially flavored. We used to have real flavor, but we don't anymore. Right. And as far as Taco Bell, I still eat it, even though I know that it's like <laughs> right. 80, it's 80 percent from what they say. It's 80 percent ground. Yeah. Allegedly, it's 80 percent ground beef. And twenty percent filler or whatever, whatever they want to fill it in with, hmm. and they freeze it in a bag, and yeah, they, they they boil the bag in water, and then once it gets to a certain temperature, they squeeze, they got a hole, they put a hole right. in it, and they squeeze the meat to make the the, the tacos or it, burritos. It, it, yeah, and see, I can't I can't do the squeezy cheese meat. I'm sorry, that ain't good for my I ain't got no gallbladder, so we have to understand <laughs> that ain't good for me. I lost my gallbladder what nine years ago, so mm -mm, mm, we don't be messing around with that food. No. So yeah. again, it's it's the food that we eat and society. It it helps us along. It's easier. It's easy. Why can't I go to um? Taco Bell or McDonald's and get a burger for $1.99, $2, $3. We already know it's it's not the way it used to taste. It's just not. But then again, we are a society that's fast track, fast, 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 fast. There's no time for waiting. How many, how many homes actually do have home cooked meals now? Right. How many women and men actually know, how, know to how to cook? Cook. Like you have so many women and men in the age of 30, 40 that don't know how to cook and they have children. So what are you feeding your children in? Oh, DoorDash. McDonald's, <laughs> DoorDash. So you don't bake a chicken. You don't cook a pot roast. You don't. You know, maybe every other Sunday go get a ham and you don't do none of that. You don't know how to cook no greens, no cornbread. You don't know how to do none of that. I can barely boil water. I don't even know how to make rice. Ma'am, they have things called rice cookers where you can just put the rice in that water, put your finger in that and go on about your business. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, again, but we have been so designated to be lazy in society now. Americans, I ain't gonna lie. I'm American. I ain't gonna lie. I'm proud to be an American because I was born in America. I'm American. However, we are lazy as fuck. We're lazy. We are lazy. We want the fast route. We want to go quick, 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 quick. And then right. we look back and, oh, we didn't went so quick. We done messed up some stuff. Yeah. And that's the reason why, you know, 
the the obesity rating is off the charts here. Like, Absolutely. I know that I'm working on like my weight, even though I'm not obese, I'm overweight. Mm-hmm. And and it's like I've been obese before. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll tell you this, it's not comfortable being no. obese. It's because you gotta carry all that weight around. It is hard on your 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 uh your bones. Yes, it's hard on your breathing, your putting back. on clothes. Yes. And if you got like I had a big old stomach and it used to be hard for me to like bend over and tie my shoe. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it, it's, it's like yeah, and, and you know, so it's like this food that we're eating, we we have to like, you know, be mindful of it. We got to be mindful of what's going on around us so we can you know, it's it's no way to to get away from GMOs or to get no. away from what's going on, but we no. have to be mindful to reduce it as much yeah, it's, as we it, possibly can. I agree. There's no way for us to get around it because it's already been introduced into our bloodstreams and into our system for the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years. They did a study on pregnant women. They actually found plastic inside of the... um. Uh, umbilical cords so that means and these women were on a strict diet why would you find plastic inside of a baby's umbilical cord inside of a woman's stomach that means that the food that she's been eating she's been digesting plastic that means she's been eating artificial foods all the foods that we thinking is real is artificial some of them like the lettuce they had a thing was artificial lettuce where they are showing you how they make these artificial lettuces they show you how they do them Right. And go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. Well, I was going to say, and uh, we consume a whole, like a lot. And I mean, a lot, a ton of corn. Yes. Corn, like that's like one of the main that's things. The and, and it's and it's hidden in a lot of it, it's hidden even in meats and things like that. Yes. In sodas and, and the type of drinks that we drink because they use high fructose corn syrup. And as much and, corn as I like, Lord Jesus, and it just and mm. and, it, and, and 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 our bodies cannot properly digest corn, so it's like you you uh you're introducing like different forms of corn into your body as as far as like meats coming in or drinks that we're drinking coming in, and our body's not properly breaking that down. All it's doing is packing on the weight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I know that. When I start being more conscious about that, just alone with that, it helped me with with my weight. Mm-hmm. And see, um, again, I've always struggled with my weight. That's not an issue. That's never been a, a secret. I'm at a point right now where I've gotten my weight down to how I want it and how I, I would like to keep it. And I worked hard to get it down. Um I stopped eating at certain times of the night. I didn't eat and go to sleep. That was another thing that was putting weight on me. We eat and consume these foods and they give us the itis. They put us mm-hmm. to sleep. And now what are we doing? We're literally sleeping that food and it's just laying on top of us. Right now, I do not eat anything after 8 o'clock. I don't eat nothing. I do not eat any food after 8 o'clock. I'll drink water. I'll probably have me some tea or some coffee because you know I'm a coffee addict. <laughs> But other than that, I do not eat after 8 p.m. I make sure I have my breakfast when I get up in the morning about 5. I cook the breakfast for the kids because they got to get out of here early. I eat my breakfast on the go. I eat my lunch. I'll make a dinner, which might be some baked chicken. Um, Again, I have to watch the starches, the rice. You know, watch things like that. Watch what I'm giving my kids because, again, I'm also trying to be conscious of them and their health. Right. I'm and trying doing it on a budget, you know, because again, because people think, oh, well, you could know it costs money to eat healthy. And especially if you're living. Not like uh, the billionaires and trillionaires, you know, it's hard to find good, solid products, you know, like my kids, we went grocery shopping. We got told them, go get some broccoli. Where do you think they went? They didn't go to the frozen now. <laughs> They did not. They went straight to the fresh broccoli side. She picked up me three big old heads of broccoli and was like, this good enough? And she, I'm like, yeah, she already know. 
Mama's going to cook fresh fruits, fresh vegetables. Everything is fresh. I like it fresh for them because I know it's better for them. And I'm very much conscientious of my smaller two children because they both had a whole a heart murmurs. Okay. So I'm very conscious of their food. But again, you look at the food that's being given to us. The food is no good. Yeah, and and, and also um, speaking of food, like I know that they talked about Bill Gates buying up a whole bunch of farmland and mm-hmm. uh, buying a lot of the cattle that that that's on that's in the U.S. taking control of the food industry, and I'm like, okay, if these billionaires and and these rich elitists they take control of the cattle and the food and everything like that, and they try to regulate it the way that they want to regulate it. It's like, what do they expect the average common man to eat in the future? You know, and you have a lot of, you have a lot of speculation on that where they, they saying, Oh, you know, they going to expect, you know, poor people to eat bugs, like is, is protein, you well, know, make burgers out of bugs and things of that nature, or to go straight vegan. Well, first, well, first, first of all, you have to realize life expectancy is very much longer than what they expected. You have to think about it. Back maybe sixty years ago, life expectancy was only about forty or fifty years old. No, soon you know you were eighteen, nineteen. You graduated high school. You got married to your high school sweetheart. You went, or you went to college. You married your college sweetheart. You had a baby. By the time you had a baby, you know. By the time that child was 21 years old, the parents are either retired or they're 40, 50 years old talking about, oh, you, we have to worry about our retirement. Oh, oh, my parents just passed. You know, and these children were only 18, 19 years old because the life expectancy was so much lower. You had women, but the doctors, doctors were telling women to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. <laughs> Doctors were telling women, oh, yeah, it's okay for you to have you a couple of martinis and smoke a pack of squares a day. They were saying these things. So what do you think happened to the fetal rate of those children that was born during that era? Yeah, they they probably didn't last. The fetal birth death rate was very, very high during that time because you were giving these women anything that's in cigarettes, all the nicotine, the incarcerates, the tar which is not good for a baby's breathing, their lungs, their growth. So again, these are things that doctors were telling patients to do. And if a doctor tells you something, what you're going to do, you're going to do it because do you it. trust the doctor. Right. So again, you, you look at society and we go with the norms. And now again, people stop smoking. Now people are living to be 105, 110. Life expectancy is really much longer than what they expected. And we're living longer than people expected to where, oh, God, it's too many people on this earth. Well, yeah, why wouldn't he buy up the cattle and the land for his elite people so they can eat well? And while us down here, we have to, you know, fight and crawl over each other just to get food. Look on the south side. They literally have a food desert a food desert that's a place where there are no grocery stores for miles where people have to get in a car bus or train to get food right so if if it's true that they start making um burgers out of bugs and things like that do you think that you would try something like that or do you think people in general would 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 accept that transition into that type of eating or do you think they're going to look for a way to um make it normalized for the future generations they so will they, pro- go ahead. I, I think they will probably make it normalized for the future generations people like myself and others might be like hell no i'm not eating no bug burgers no i'm not eating that if you don't give me a, if you don't give me <laughs> real meat i'm gonna punch in the top of your forehead somebody gonna give me some food but again that makes me think of the movie Soil and Green. You know what Soil and Green was? They were eating yeah. people. It was cannibalism. 
again because it wasn't enough food for people to go around and then again quote unquote population is so higher but again you have all these calamities that's happening you just had an earthquake in afghanistan that allegedly killed almost two thousand people today a six point three or six point eight earthquake that happened in afghanistan today don't forget israel and palestine they are literally at war right now they're literally at war we have floods and everything happening all over the world so i don't see how it's too many people on this world when we have massive amount of people that are dying on a daily but you're saying it's too many people on this earth so i see it more as a control if you don't have the money to afford this food, if you don't have the money to be on this land, you won't be eating this food. You won't be on this land. You won't be with the elites. Right. If you ain't no Beyonce, no Jay-Z or none of them, you ain't getting none of this. It, it is what it is. It's the survival of the fittest for them. So what now would people actually do it? Yes. You're going to have some people out there be like, I think a bug burger would be great. <laughs> and they're going to try it and they're going to eat it and you're going to be like i'm not eating no bug burger but again how do we know we not already eating bug burgers right we don't know because they said additives what is the additive is it pork is it beef is it lamb is is it is it pigeon what is the additives that you add into this meat to is it fat Okay, where's the fat coming from? Is it fat from a pig? Is it fat from a chicken? Where's this fat coming from? That it, chicken ain't got that much fat. So you tell me where that fat is coming from. Right. What and is then that? you have also like, you know, additives that they put in uh, drinks. Because like, I know that um, uh, like, you know, raspberry lemonade. Mm-hmm. They said that the raspberry flavor doesn't come from raspberries, that it comes from bugs for like the cheap a version of the raspberry lemonades i can believe that so i was just like wow so in all, all honest actuality we are consuming bugs, bugs in certain, already already yeah do you know the fda allows so many maggots it's only allowed so many maggots in like cream corn and things like that <laughs> I, 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 it's a true thing. I do not buy cream corn. If I want cream corn, I will make it myself. I will go get me a corn on the cob. I will shuck that bad boy, get all this, cut it up, make my own cream. Uh-uh, nope. Because they said they allow so many max because they cannot control. As much as I love coffee, I know it's probably a few bugs in that coffee that I'm drinking. Oh, yeah, most definitely. It's, it's bugs in it because the FDA allows it because they can't catch every bug that comes through. So it's so many roaches or cocoa bugs that be on them leaves and stuff that are in the coffee that we drink again. They crushed up in there. Right. Same thing with cereals. Same thing with cereals. Wheat. There's bugs in wheat. They can't get all those bugs out because guess what? They don't care enough to ship them all out for us. So what are we doing? We're going to consume it. We're going to package it, put some colors on it, mix a little additive flavors in it, and let them eat it. Yeah, and, the, all, yeah, and also preservatives. Yeah. That messes with us, mm-hmm. you know, to try to keep things fresher longer. Yes. Because back in the day, bread didn't last more than a day. You know, if you had day-old bread, it was stale. But now... You know, you have bread. If as long as you keep it in the fridge, it'll last for a couple of weeks. Well, if you freeze it, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And you take it out, yeah. It's it's the preservatives, it's the additives. We had a lot of things that, again, like you just said, bread that will only last a day. Um, again, certain things that we could not eat without these preservatives to keep it fresh. Right. So. Again, it's 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 the in, it's the insanity of it all, just like the uh, insanity of these relationships breaking apart with these these celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, what threw me for a loop was Jenny. What's that, Jenny Mai? Yeah, Jenny Mai. And uh, Jenny Mai. I apologize, Jenny Mai. And Jeezy. Now he didn't file for divorce all the way in June. 
and it served her with the papers a couple of months later. So this was premeditated? Like, why would you marry someone and then turn around within two two years divorce? And and the, the her whole situation is just crazy because you were with a man for 10 years and you did not want to give him a child. You were with Jeezy for one year and wanted to pop out a baby that quick. Yeah, unfortunately, people do not get to know each other long enough nowadays for marriage. You know, people usually meet the uh, the uh, what should I say the 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 facade of the person. Yes, you, you know, and it takes time to get to know who the person really is, and you have to chip away at that facade for so long. In order to really know who that person really is, you know what I'm saying, and that goes with for anybody. It's like me and you, we've known each other. Like, when did we meet? Like, uh, it was this past was, summer. This that was this past summer that I met you. Um, right, that had to be around May, April like, or yeah, May. May, around, yeah, about around May. April or May. Yeah, we so you at um open mic. Right, so we've been knowing each other for five months, mm -hmm. and. Even though we, you know, we, we cool each other, you know, we, we have dialogue. Um, mm -hmm. Do we really know how each other are? Do we really no. know? Yeah, exactly. You know, we, it's, it's a learning process. We're learning about anybody. And sometimes, you know, we get caught up in looks or status or the mm -hmm. sex or, you know, what, uh, what any sit, uh, situation that that person may have that attracted to us to that person in the first place. And we go based off of that instead of really getting to, to know and understand and uh, see if we actually like that person. And that was part of the courting process back in the day, but mm -hmm. courting rarely happens nowadays. Yeah, Courting doesn't happen nowadays. It's like uh, you hook up on Bumble and if it's a hit, it's a hit, it's a miss, it's a miss. It's not, it's not courting anymore, you know? Right. Where you get to, like you said, know someone, you know, just to have conversation with them, see what a man is, where are they mentally, where are they spiritually, you know, just to vibe out, just to talk to them, just to see where they are. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. don't court anymore, especially men don't like to bring women flowers anymore. I'm like, when did men start bringing women flowers? Like, why do I have to ask you for flowers? And if I feel like I have to ask you for flowers, I don't even want them because I have to ask you for it. Well, I'm going to like. Well, I'm going to uh, say that it was a gentleman. He he his video went viral a couple of months ago, and it was like he got stood up for a date, right? Mm -hmm. And he had a, a bouquet of flowers with him for the, the woman. You know, so it's men out here that are willing to still do that. However, those men are usually not the type of men that the women want to do that for them. If you understand what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I totally get it. Yeah, it, like he's a, he was a gentleman, but she didn't want a gentleman. She wanted a roughneck. See, what but, happened to the gentleman? <laughs> the like women be wanting roughnecks to bring them flowers. Like, no, that's not part of his personality. You know, you can only yeah. have one or the other. Right. It, it's, it's either going to be either or. You're either going to be a roughneck and you're going to get your chokehold or <laughs> you're going to get you a nice little gentleman that's going to bring you flowers, going to bring you candy, send you nice little messages and all this, that, and the third. That's but, nice. But but you see, it's, it's like women, and, and I'm just going to keep it real. You keep know? it 100. Re like keep women, it real, yeah. women uh, want that man to make that that thing ting, tingle you know in between their legs you know what i'm saying they want that yeah. type of guy that they that they look at him and they be like oh he'll blow my back out you know like the guy that's being a gentleman and and working hard to get to you know know her and get close to her she's looking at him like oh he put me on a pedestal you know like he you know he's really not my type you know he's too nerdy or he's too nice he's safe like he's somebody who i would date uh, once I'm done having fun with all the, you know, guys that that, that and, make me tingle, you know, where see, I those, need some security. Those are the, again, those are the immature women 
that mess it up for women like me <laughs> like for real flowers candy you know showing up on a date with a suit and you know looking like you going out somewhere do not show up with t-shirt and jeans on where we going <laughs> yeah well, we, and, but we this, go to the beach? this a beach yeah. date oh well let me go change into a beach dress you know but it's like the women they want to get married to the guy that makes them tingle down there that that's that that's usually like a thug or a roughneck and that's usually so those that's you, so and usually well I'm, I'm speaking in general in general yeah and, and usually that's why the marriage doesn't work because they figure oh if i get him to marry me i can get him to change and be responsible and do Absolutely. things my way and it never works out that way that's just like a man that know that you know he's messing with a hussy or a, a skeezer you know and he's like oh i'm i'm a uh like i'm a wife her up and and once she once she sees how i appreciate her and i cherish her and that I want nothing but the best from her. She's going to do exactly what it is that I want her to do. And it doesn't work out that way either. Right. You know, just like the saying goes, you can't turn the whole into a housewife. We, we all heard that saying. And again, it goes both ways. Right. You Women can't turn think, a pookie into a parent. Right. Women think that, oh, if I marry him, it'll change. Bullshit sweetheart you marry him it's gonna get worse because now he's gonna do it 10 times harder why is that because you're his wife now you're right. not his girlfriend you're his wife so now oh we took a vow you gotta do death to us part this this is a, a bad or worse when we got married it was bad and you didn't went to worse i don't have time for this so right. uh, again you know a lot of women and men go into a relationship or go into a marriage thinking that they can change someone but why would you want to my my feelings about that is i'm not going to change somebody if this is how you was when i met you you know what i'm saying if you was like this when i met you like like i'm a homebody but i also like to go out you know what i'm saying don't make me stay in the house 30 days and i didn't told you i'm a homebody you know of course because i'm a parent but i do like to go outside don't not take me nowhere and say oh well, we're we'll go out next weekend no fucker, we're going out this weekend <laughs> a restaurant i want flowers i want candy i want the whole pretty princess i'm not driving i'm finna get drunk that means i'm not driving you're driving I want the whole nine yards for today. Right, but if he don't want to do that for you, then that's not the person. That's not I the did. person that you should be with. And, I mean, and but I <laughs> you know, but you have a lot of women and men. They I'm look sorry. at the outside appearance first, and I'm not like we have to be honest and say like attractiveness does matter. Yes, you have to be physically but, attracted to a person. But the personality and who that person is, their character, that's just as important. And Absolutely. that's why the dating market is is, is, is is so hard nowadays because you have a lot of people out here, you know, like they might look good, but then like once you get to know them, they, they lack substance about them or they yeah. only care about money or care about their like how they look on the outside you know they don't really deal with what's going on within them as a person you know and then you have individuals getting married to that person thinking that oh if i get married to this person they're going to evolve with me like no if that person no. doesn't want to evolve they're not going to evolve you like look at a, a, a marriage like will smith and jada peak for oh. uh, for a moment okay. you know like Will Smith, even though, you know, he's from Philly and he was from the streets, he wasn't a, like a thug. He was a good guy. Just He was from the streets, but he was a good guy. Mm -hmm. Jada, she liked those thug type dudes, you know, the, the troublemakers. Two, like Tupac. <coughs> right. Like the thugs, the little, the little thug life. Yeah. To you all night, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what right. she wanted. Yeah. Now it's a lot of women that would 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 would, would drop every every and anybody that they were with to be with somebody like Will Smith. But we see how Jada Pinkett feel about him. So 
It's like, even if you have looks, money, and status, that's not enough to uh, create a, a good marriage and a good bond with somebody. You actually have to want to be with that person and, and, and want to have a family. Like she, she said in an interview, she didn't want to actually get married to him, but nope. she was already pregnant uh, with Jaden. And so mm -hmm. she wanted to go through it. So the family would be happy, but we see how that worked out in the end. Like they had this facade to, you know, that they were a good family, but mm -hmm. you know, once, once the, um, uh, once COVID hit and, you know, they had to be around each other, a lot of things were revealed. Yep. yep. A lot of yep. things come out when you have to be around a person for day, every day, every night, just like Jenny Ma and Jeezy. Yeah, they were locked up together for um, COVID, but then, oh, we can do this together. We got this, but then again, you're trying to change this man. Again, you knew when he came in, he was a, a hip-hop rapper. You knew he traveled. You knew he did a lot of things. You knew, but he also calmed down over the years. If you had much security in yourself in this relationship, it should have worked. But obviously, if something went wrong, and again, I, I, I wasn't, and I know I'm not the only black woman to say this, but I was like kind of, er? When he said he was marrying Jenny Ma, when we didn't even know they were going together for one. And then when we found <laughs> out they was getting married, er, what? Like, it's, it's so and, much. And it's, and it's the words that she said behind that, you know, yeah. I like my white meat to keep me lean and I like my dark meat on the side. And right. it's things like that that makes me feel like, was he just a fetish for you? You know what I'm saying? Was he just a fetish? But it's like you have to ask, was she just a fetish for him as well? Because he had to have known like the type of person that she was before he got married to her, even yeah. though she was acting real submissive at first. And then yeah. from what I heard, she had a real bad mouth and a bad temper. Temper, yeah. And, and so it's like he knew he he, you know, he like Jeezy. And, and and the type of personality that he portrays, like you know that he ain't about the nonsense. Right. So it's like if you know that you're not about the nonsense, why are you gonna marry somebody that's gonna bring nonsense to you? Yeah. But again, that's that rule of thinking, I can change you. I can change you. I, I can change you. If if we get married, I can change you. And 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 that black leopard on your wall, I'm gonna turn it pink because I can change <laughs> you. And and it's like, no, when you met me, this leopard was black and this leopard is gonna stay black. What the hell is you talking about? Like you not changing my leopard to purple. When you met me, it was a black leopard. Like, you know, again, it's the changing and not wanna be true to who y'all is, like you said that that whole courting again all relationships are not willow flowers and sunshine it's not you're going to have that bad part and that's what's going to make the relationship grow that's what's going to create that that actual foundation but it shouldn't be a foundation built on lies it shouldn't be a foundation built on untruth you know like trying to be submissive, knowing you're not submissive, and then, well, I'm just going to be submissive until I marry him. Once I marry him, I have the baby. I can go back to being what I want to be. No. No, you can't do that. Well, I have to bring up uh, Tia and her husband, Tia Mari and her yeah. husband, because yeah. they actually went through a courting process before yes. they, they got married. And they it seemed like it was doing well. Like he did, Like, he had no cheating scandals on him. She didn't cheat on him, but she still filed for, for divorce on him because, she, like, I guess she felt like he wasn't making enough money. And so now she's out in the dating market and she sees how it is. And she's like, well, what, what happened according and doing this and doing that? But they I'm they like, don't believe but this I'm society like, does not believe in that anymore. But I'm like. I'm like, she had a good husband. He probably yes. wasn't the best person in the world, but he was a good man. And just being a good man 
is being valuable to a woman, just being good, where you're not openly and, 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 and sneakily cheating on a person or doing dirt and doing this and doing that. Absolutely. And you actually taking care of your family and taking care of your responsibilities to the Absolutely. best of your ability. And even though she was making more money than him, it wasn't like he was flat broke or anything like that. He probably wasn't, you know, pulling in what she was pulling in. But I it was saw no it more as like a, like a, like the, like the dad that stayed at home with the kids. You know, like it's nothing right. wrong with that. But a lot of women, if they have that situation, that they look down upon that man and be like, "Well, I don't want to be in a situation where I have to spend all of my money." On, on this man and you know like i've i've been in a relationship well i've been in a marriage before right you were married and, right? and, and at the time my ex-wife was making more money than me okay and it became an issue because even though we were splitting the bills pretty evenly she right. still was she was paying just a little bit more than what i was and that okay. became an issue because she's like, oh, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. But she saw I was working and I was doing the best that I could. It was hard for me to get a decent paying job at the time. And I had just got out of college, but she wasn't understanding of it. And on top of that, you know, she had a child previously uh, uh, before we got together. And so he was oh, getting okay. older and having more demands and wanting more things and she was trying to, you know, get him everything that he wanted. And she was expecting me to, you know, dole out the money or go in debt for her. And and it, it got to the point where it was like he was getting disrespectful with me. She was getting disrespectful with me. Oh, wow. And I didn't react to it, you know, right. uh, the way that I should have. You know, like I, I had to deal with me being uh, uh, unfaithful. And I had to, you know, like admit that I was wrong for that. Right. But at the same time, I was unhappy in the situation and she was unhappy in the situation. So the best thing for us to do was to split up, right. even though she didn't want to split up. I had to initiate it and carry it through. And I was either like, one of you were happy. Yeah. But it's like this. I couldn't give her what it was that she wanted from me and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And she wanted me to change to do everything that she said and, and tolerate all the, all the chaos that was going on. And I wasn't willing to do that. And I wanted her to change certain things about herself that she wasn't willing to do. So we were at a standstill. And that's understandable. <clears throat> I could go on and on about, you mm. know, what no, went on with the relationship, but but honestly, it's like when we both uh, got into it, we both were not like her intentions wasn't fully made as well as mine, and okay. we had to, you know, like and you know, we had to go through that so we could see like what it was that we actually was looking for, and neither one of us was doing that, and I'm glad that it happened during that time in my life instead of now, because if right. I was married now, like she could get me and, and, and take half of everything that I have or that I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Right. Cause right. I'm about to get a house and get cars and things of that nature. And if she would have got, if she would have had her uh, hooks in me at this point in my life, like it would have been, it would have been, Ooh, it would have oh, been look, devastating. I, I understand. That's why. Uh, you hear me speak of my uh, last, my other two, my last two babies, their father. I was with him, what, nine and a half, almost 10 years, and I would not marry him. And he asked me twice. He proposed to me twice. He went to my mother and asked for my hand. And my mama told her, long as you ain't talking about whooping her ass, I don't care. Long as you happy, she happy, you ain't talking about putting no hands on her or them kids, I don't have a problem with it. And at the first time I said yes, but then I broke it off because it wasn't right. It didn't feel right. Like something ain't right. It was cheating going on on his behalf. And I'm like, if I marry you, you're not going to stop cheating. Let's be real. You're not going to stop. You're going to keep it up. So then he stopped for a minute. Then he came back. 
all right, I really want to get married, da, da, da. Okay. But then again, it wasn't what I wanted. I wasn't going to be happy. And I knew he knew he, he did not want to leave. He did not want this relationship resolved. I said, no, this is going to resolve because there's no way. Just like you said, now, if I would have married him, he probably would have got the upper hand over me. Right. If I would have married him, he would have gotten half of everything because I always made the most money. I always pulled in the most when we were together. So again, he would have gotten half of everything. That's why I believe in prenups. Right. Oh, I believe in a prenup. Oh, yes, we can do a prenup. I have no problems with that. Yeah, no, when I went through my divorce proceedings, the, the judge actually asked me if I wanted alimony. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like, I'm like this. I'm, I'm a man. I can stand on my own, too. I don't want anybody else's money. You know, and I could have did that, too. I could have did a lot more dirtier than what I did. But I chose to, you know, end things amicably as possible and move forward with my life. Uh, it like was it the after effects was not easy. Like it took years for me. I'm still kind of in recovery mode from it, but mm -hmm. I'm doing better because I made a decision that I needed to make. Like I don't hate my ex-wife. Mm -hmm. I don't. Like me and her uh, son, we didn't get along, but I don't hate him. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm hoping both of them are doing well in their life. Like I know that she's with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, she's with an older man at this point. And I understand why and the reasons and I'm happy for her and I, I'm hoping things work out for her. Like I don't have any uh, issues with her. Like, the, like it's helped me grow because I got married for the wrong reasons. Like I was trying to uh, live up to the societal standards that they set on men. Oh, in order to be a good man or a real man, you got to get married and you got to do mm -hmm. this and do that. And trying to keep up with that instead of accepting myself for who I am and right. where I'm at currently and where I'm at currently is I would like to get married again in the future if possible, right. but I'm not going to rush it. I like having fun. I like being able to travel on my own and being able to date women in different countries and having different experiences and living my life, how I'm living it now. Like that's what I, I, I really want to do. And I, and it's helping me develop myself into the person that I need to be in the future in order to get married again, if, if that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. And I, as I've stated before, I always said, if I got married, it would be for one time and one time only It's it's for the one time for the one time. That's it. I'm not doing this again. And if we get a divorce, we just get a divorce. But before we get married, I'm going to need that piece of paper. I'm, I'm going to need that piece of paper about you, bro. I'm going to need that little, the little young prenup. You're I don't right. care if he's a billionaire and I'm a thousandaire. Look, <laughs> I'm need that little young prenup about you. Now make sure I have in that fan print. We stay married longer than 24 hours. I get a hundred million dollars. Now we're gonna make sure I got that in that fan print because you a billionaire. Hundred million dollars ain't gonna hurt you. Come on. But in all in all seriousness, um, you you have to be cautious now when dating and courting and marrying someone because people again will lie to you they will hide who they are they will hide things for the longest and again i i could i could write several novels about the lies and different different lives that was lived right. by my ex. So again, it, it it was it was just an insane ride with him. It really was, and it scarred me. But I'm healed. I'm completely healed. Um, would I get married? Yes, but I think I would know when it's right. You know, you think you would know when it's right. But the way these people are getting married now, just like um, if you uh, ever heard of Housewives of uh, Atlanta, uh, Kim, Kim Zosiak and Croy, 
they got married. He was a football player, and of course, she was a a reality star. Now they're in a divorce. She left that man with like seven hundred dollars in his bank account. She spent like one point four million on online gambling and gambling and getting her body fixed and th- which was not fair. Right. Oh, uh, but unfortunately, I have to end this stream. Are we ending it? I knew <laughs> yeah. it was going to end it early. I was like, when yeah. are we going to end it? I know he told me we had to go. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm really pushing it late. Like I have uh-huh. to, uh, I We're have to go. We're going to bench shut it down. All right. But I have to go. But I okay. thank you for allowing me to be on here. Uh, and I will uh, do this again next week with you. Okay. Well, I'll see you next Sunday. All right. So this is just Bob Bowman. All right, just Bob Bowman and I am Mayday Mayhem. And I want to thank you for joining us today. We're going to come back with some more of this because we was getting juicy up in this. So we're going to have to continue this next Sunday uh, when we have some time. So we're going to end this podcast where we always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. Make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And I'll see y'all next time for another Mayday Mayhem podcast. I'm out. All right. See ya.